Welcome back to episode 40 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent in which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen the series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler free where I give my overall opinion on a series and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into Sword Art Online Season 2, which was released in 2014 by Studio A1 Pictures. It has 24 episodes and comes in both sub and dub. I continued the series in dub. Sword Art Online 2 has Kirito back in the regular world, going to school, dating Asuna, and still playing online games. The government agency that worked with Kirito during the aftermath of SAO has now approached him for help. A new game created from the sea known as Gungale Online has recently fell victim to players' real-life bodies suffering fatal heart attacks when killed by an avatar calling themselves Death Gun. Kirito enters this new virtual world to discover the truth behind these murders and prevent further deaths from occurring. Kirito is basically used as a sacrificial lamb going to see if Death Gun can really kill somebody using virtual bullets. How terrible is this government department they need a teenager to help solve their case? The investigation aspect of gathering all the information, listening to audio, and formulating scenarios of how the players could be dying was a new element I enjoyed. Kirito, virtual private investigator, here to solve the murder mystery of Gungale Online. Kirito having fast reflexes granted him the dual-wield ability in SAO. It was cool seeing that return this season giving him the ability to get past the Cowboy Stick Shooter game and winning money to buy gear. Speaking of gear, I half respect Kirito sticking to his strengths with swords to get him through GGO. The other part of me says play the game as it's intended and learn how to handle a gun. Kirito wants to quickly make a name for himself to get Death Gun's attention. Bringing a sword to a gunfight is a great way to go about it. He got himself the Mace Windu Purple Photon Sword. People call them laser blades, beam sabers, and something else I can't remember. That Star Wars shoutout was fantastic. Kirito having a 5.7 as a sidearm was cool. I'm not really into first person shooters. Not that I think they're bad, I just suck at them. But in Metal Gear Solid 4, the 5.7 was my favorite of the small arms, so Kirito fighting with it was pretty cool. Kirito's fighting style was much more flip-heavy this season, watching him deflect bullets was a definite highlight. Kirito continues to add honeys to his harem this season, even bags of milf. That nurse was throwing it at him and cuddled up to him while he opened up about his past. She was looking to give him that sexual healing. One of the good things I mentioned about the time skips in season 1 is the show could go back to reveal things to the audience we never knew happened. The Assault Team vs. Laughing Coffin not only showed Kirito capturing Death Gun, which is the reason he has a grudge against him, it also showed us demons we didn't know Kirito was carrying. In Season 1, he had to kill Kuradil to save himself and Asuna. Going back now, Kirito took two more lives. While it was in the heat of battle and it was either him or them, he is still haunted by the thought there could have been another way. Kirito also has a good amount of development outside of games this season. He's been studying forums on what he wants to do and even builds the video system for Yui. Just like in ALO last season where Kirito instantly got to meet Lifa, a strong player who happens to be his sister, the first helpful person Kirito runs into in GGO is Sinon. One of the strongest players and Death Gun's next target. What are the chances of that? And how lucky Kirito looks female in this avatar, not too many girls play GGO so Sinon goes above and beyond helping Kirito. Sinon never asked for Kirito's name and assumes he was a girl. When she changed in front of him, he immediately averted his eyes and looked down to the floor apologizing. Kirito did not deserve the slap he got. Sinon is a sniper in GGO who helps Kirito become familiar with the operations of Gungale Online. Sinon has severe PTSD due to an incident involving a gun when she was a child. A man robbed a post office at gunpoint when Sinon and her mother were inside. 
Sinon was a beast while everyone was in shock from the first shot, she bit the assailant's hand, had him drop the gun and took it for herself. After he wrestled her to the floor, the gun accidentally went off, wounding the robber. He continued to attack Sinon, so she put another round in his chest and finished off with a headshot. She saved her mother and everyone else in the post office, but that didn't help with the emotional scarring left by killing another person. This incident has impacted Sinon's confidence and quality of life. When bullies from school harassed her for money, she began shaking in fear, unable to defend herself. Even the thought of a gun can make her sick to her stomach. Sinon tries to use GGO to become more comfortable with guns in the real world. It hasn't worked so far, but she believes if Sinon becomes the strongest player in the game, she will be freed from her anxiety. Even while hunting a serial killer, Kirito is a gamer at heart, playing into a rivalry with Sinon after he beat her in the B.O.B. prelim finals. This is when she begins to fall for him, she believes he can relate to her trauma. Both of them have taken a life to save themselves and someone they love. Kirito got lucky that Asuna is such a good woman. She went to find information on what was happening with him in GGO, so she couldn't witness Sinon all cuddled up on his lap while they confided in each other. It was smart for Sinon and Kirito to work together against Death Gun. When Kirito rescues Sinon after she's been stunned, a sign gets hit with a bullet and it made my damn heart jump. The sound design was amazing. Kirito being the best gamer ever ties first place in a game he's only played for a few hours. When the battle is won and these two are wrapping things up, both of these morons give out their real names on a live stream when the killers are still at large. Kirito was putting his family at risk to be polite to a girl he's known for 48 hours. That was pretty stupid. Sinon found her strength and did well getting away from Shinkawa. Kirito smoking him with a flying knee was good before he took his ass whooping. I was so salty, the one electrode that happened to stick to Kirito is exactly where the needle went. Get bent. Sinon had a good ending, she grew the courage to terrify and put those schoolgirls in their place. She meets the people she saved at the post office and converts over to ALO to become another girl to watch Asuna keep Kirito away from all the side dishes. Death Gun wanted to instill fear in the hearts of people. A smart way to do so is to execute one of the best players in GGO during a live stream. This way everyone watching sees the death, or you can go back and rewatch it. Death Gun firing at the screen in a crowded lounge not only leaves eyewitnesses to him being the one who did the deed, it also shows Death Gun doesn't have to be near you to kill you. I thought Shinkawa was going to be the scene on what Recon was to Leafa, a goofy side character friend from school who is in love with a girl that will never date him because they have the hots for Kirito. Going through this season's opening for the review, I noticed it damn near rubbed it in my face Shinkawa as part of Death Gun. It shows his image burned up followed by Death Gun's avatar. Another point that went completely over my head is the hint Shinkawa's pressure to be a doctor like his father, he would have knowledge and access to the drug causing heart failure. Seeing Shinkawa watching Sinon's match while Death Gun approached Kirito the first time was a good way to eliminate him as a suspect. Shinkawa is nuts and the signs were there at the end. Who rings a person's doorbell three times with such a little pause in between? This series does what it does best, crazy anime eyes and an uncomfortable attempt at assault. If Shinkawa loves Sinon, I don't understand why he planned to kill her. If he had kept his crazy in check like he had been their entire friendship, she said she could have been with him. It's not like she rejected him, she just asked for more time and this creep couldn't wait a day. I wanted to briefly go over the design of GGO. The weapons especially, the guns in this series looked amazing. I feel whoever designed them had a genuine passion for firearms. The mechanics of shooting in the bullet circle being dependent on distance and heart rate was interesting. Having a firing line after the first shot were all neat ideas to keep this game from just being a close your eyes and hope you hit the target shooter. Shell casings dematerializing after firing and bullet holes being reminiscent of cuts from SAO were all cool features. GGO wasn't just player on player fighting, there were monsters to hunt, 
Sinon needed six mags to continually hit the third eye of that giant armadillo. Different types of gun being best suited for monsters or players, grenades and energy shields, it gave the players a diverse arsenal to choose from. GGO would be one hell of a fun game to play. As for the fights, the problem this series is going to have after SAO was a no extra life game is when Sinon and her squad are battling against the minigun, it tried to make those moments intense with people freaking out before death. This is simply a game, there are no real life consequences. When Sinon is commenting the bodyguard must be brave or crazy to be smiling in a battle, no, he's just playing a game like all of you. This fight did have some awesome first person shots making it look like a real shooting game, and the camera movements during Sinon's acrobatics up the tower were nice. After losing a leg, Sinon somehow avoids hundreds of bullets and close range blasts the minigun guy with a rifle. After falling from several stories high, then rolling into a dramatic finish. It might not be realistic, but at least it looked cool. In Kirito's first preliminary fight, it was definitely a learning experience. He got shot immediately, realizing using a sword as a primary weapon when an assault rifle is firing at you might not have been the wisest choice. Something that bothered me is it never mentioned that these photon swords could deflect bullets. Kirito tested that out in a fight while running towards gunfire. It wasn't very smart. Kirito being a left-handed shooter meant that he could dual wield with his photon sword. This led to some cool moments like deflecting shots while returning fire, then melting his opponent's chest cavity for the win. Then we had Sinon versus Kirito. Kirito being in a world of his own doesn't even try to throw Sinon off but does. Just casually walking up the road puts Sinon in a frenzy, her bullet circle was going off. Her shot through the glass setting off a car explosion behind Kirito looked deadly. And Kirito looking through Sinon's scope to determine where she was aiming was dope. I thought it was a one shot duel, either you hit me or I deflect it, so when Sinon went for her secondary, not that it did her any good, I was like you cheater. I do not understand why Dine was ever considered a good player in GGO. We see him have a mental breakdown that Sinon had to snap him out of during the battle against the minigun. When he goes up against Pale Rider like Sinon says he doesn't check behind him. Then he lays in the middle of the road wide open and wait for Ryder to come to him. If he had any brains he'd at least take some cover behind a pillar. With the time ahead he had on Ryder, instead of waiting he should have set up some explosives or traps on the bridge. Ryder danced around him then blasted him away with little resistance. With all that being said, Dine's stupidity may have saved his life, Pale Rider was the only one left for Death Gun to put on a show with. Sinon after missing the first shot has the next round ready to go and doesn't even try to shoot again, she pretty much let Pale Rider get killed. Even if she didn't hit Death Gun, he would still have to dodge and not be able to give his showtime speech. The fight between protagonist and antagonist. Kirito sliding down the sand dunes deflecting bullets was awesome. Sinon and Death Gun's bullets coming so close to one another I feel would have thrown off their trajectory, but one still lost his scope and the other one lost their entire rifle. When Kirito was charging in towards Death Gun, I was wondering what Death Gun is going to do. His Black Star pistol can't kill Kirito in the real world, and we've seen his sword smack away sniper fire, so what's a pistol really gonna do? So when Death Gun picked up a rod from his rifle, I was like, oh shit, he was trapped in SAO. He can fight with a sword too! As great of a concept as that is, this should not have been as competitive as it was. I doubt Death Gun has kept up on his sword skills, and Kirito's photon sword should have melted through that rod, space metal or not. For entertainment purposes, I said screw it, I'll just enjoy this. I understand Kirito is emotional at this point, but who would jump in with a straight thrust and not expect to be dodged and countered? Death Gun's sword skills are similar to Asuna's, maybe he should have brought her along. Kirito actually using a gun in battle was surprising, and recognizing the red eyes being the reason Kirito discovered the identity of Death Gun was cool. 
The flashes of Season 1 Kirito were nice touches as well. Even if it was a mid-season buffer, the quest to find Excalibur is the type of thing I wanted to see. You got the whole gang, minus my homie Aegil, going on a quest. No one's life is in danger, there's no killer to find, it's just a chance to watch the main crew enjoy the game. I got tons of stupidity from Klein, which is all I was asking for. The fight against the giant golden bull is what Sword Art Season 1 was lacking. All the characters taking down a monster together. Everyone got a moment to showcase their skills. Klein is a true moron, thinking with his small head. Even if it's a trap, war breaks out, the world tree is set ablaze, and this game is destroyed. Klein will risk it all for some NPC Elfass. The detail and romantic shine they put on Klein's face while freeing Freya was priceless. Good thing Klein is a horn dog. Freya boosted everyone's health and attacked the king while in battle. When Freya turned into Thor, I thought poor Klein, and I was like, ha ha ha, now they gotta fight two giants. But turns out Thor was still on their side and helped defeat the king. Unless all the support characters in ALO do the same thing, Kirito and the crew are some cheaters. Yui tells them when enemies are going to attack, and she scans NPCs to see if they're legit. She gives them so many unfair advantages. Even with this happening, Kirito still got hit with a punch when Yui told him it was coming. Kirito gets Excalibur thanks to Sinon. She tried to make a mini move on Kirito with the Think of me when you use it. Sinon just doesn't understand how things work yet. She needs to stand with the other girls and quietly be angry that no matter what they do, Asuna is queen. Asuna didn't do much during the Gungale Online portion of the season. In my season 1 review, I criticized Kirito not enlisting the help of his friends to save Asuna in ALO. In this season, it made sense that he wouldn't want to risk bringing her along on this mission. People are being killed. Having the later portion of the season dedicated to Asuna is something I was down for. Asuna is the best girlfriend she supports Kirito in both the virtual and real world. She is so concerned for him, she almost lets Klein be choked out and poisoned in the fight against the lizard. Asuna being so invested in Kirito is a little concerning. In season 1, she mentioned if he died, she would want to die as well. Depending on each other in a death game and her not wanting to continue in those circumstances without her partner, I can understand. But now they're in the real world and Asuna talks about how Yui and Kirito is what she cares for, she wants to live with them in the log cabin, and just look at how emotional she gets entering their old home. This made me worried for what Asuna would do if her and Kirito ever broke up. Asuna's family life is hinted to be problematic and she seems to use the virtual world as an escape. Liz is always taunting her about being a rich girl, but money doesn't solve all issues. Asuna's mother is overbearing and controlling, and when Asuna was being pushed into marriage talks and meeting suitors, I thought this is not going to end well. Her mother investigating Kirito and calling him unworthy of her, the mother wants Asuna to be successful over happy. She should understand what Asuna came out of was not a normal situation, so going to the SAO Survivor School might help her even if it isn't prestigious. She cannot understand why Asuna would want to spend time in the virtual world when she lost two years of her life trapped inside. And where was Asuna's father? He should have been there to defend his daughter. He owes her after nearly selling her off to a pervert. The mom eventually coming around and seeing little Asuna flashback spending time with her grandparents were all great. An issue I had last season was Asuna is a monster in SAO and then they tried to downplay her while trapped in the world tree. This season they disrespected her further making her a support character casting backup magic. She's even the one doing the potion shopping for the party before the Excalibur mission. This Asuna portion of the season began to correct course. Asuna's strikes on the rock monster and combo attacking with Kirito was a great throwback to their time in SAO. Then the duel with Yuki was back to form It had great camera movement and sword play. If Asuna was flat chested she wouldn't have even taken that first hit. 
If I'm being honest, the entire Sleeping Night storyline, I didn't care for it. There were too many members in this new party and only Yuki was given any real development. Asuna having time away from her regular team and branching out to meet new people is good, probably healthy for her with how dependent she is sometimes on Kirito. But then Asuna begs them to let her be part of their guild. She already has friends so why is she so desperate to join them? Kirito actually has Asuna's back for once, he blocked the guild members from getting to the boss room with a sick entrance, followed by a typical Klein moment slashing everyone down from behind when you couldn't even see him. Their formation of heavy shields in the front and magic users in the back, Kirito has been dealing with that style a long time. Yuki cutting down the other players blocking the boss room was awesome, and while I did find her to be a badass, Yuki being so sickly living in virtual reality and Asuna becoming so attached to her, I just don't know, I wasn't interested in it. Now I'd like to get into how I would change the structure of this season. In my season 1 review of SAO, I said I'd push all the ALO content from season 1 and mesh it with the ALO portions of season 2. I stand by this and I would make Gungale Online a separate third season before going into Alkazation. By season 3 I'm sure people will be getting tired of swords so switching to the guns would be a nice break. I would have season 2 open with Asuna being in a coma and have everything play out like it did. I would make this season 12 episodes and have Asuna be rescued by the end of episode 7. For the first 6 episodes I'd have more of the ALO world expanded on and bring Klein, Liz, Silica and Egil in to help find Asuna. Then I'd scrap the Sleeping Knight story and just have the government agency bring the full dive gear to Kirito's attention and have him discover who made it. I'd finish season 2 with the Excalibur quest and have the drama be Asuna dealing with her mother. Wouldn't it make more sense for her mother to give her a hard time about virtual reality if she just got Asuna back from it? As for season 3, my initial thoughts coming into this review is I would mix Alternative Gungale Online, the spin-off series, with what we got from GGO in season 2. Alternative Gungale brought a lot of cool ideas and approaches to fighting that I thought would be interesting to incorporate here in the main story. I actually wouldn't do this now, I would leave this side story alone. I will be reviewing it in the future so look out for that. Rewatching the GGO portion of season 2 back now, it wasn't nearly as bad as I remembered and could be fixed with some small changes. I actually liked the time the show took investing in Sinon's story before having her and Kirito meet, so I'd keep that all the same. The first thing I would change is the name Death Gun. What should our villain be called? He's all about guns and death, let's call him Death Gun. Like honestly, who writes this shit? Death Gun's reveal was way too quick. Kirito discovered he was a former SAO player before he knew it was Death Gun. With the flashback of all the different people Kirito met or pissed off in SAO, there was such an opportunity to solve a mystery. This was ruined two seconds later with the reveal Death Gun is a former member of Laughing Coffin. It cut down the possibilities of Death Gun's true identity tenfold. The side characters in the series continue to be disrespected. Klein was little more than color commentary during the B.O.B. matches and Egil didn't even show up to episode 14. I really liked everyone watching the GGO battles and supporting Kirito but all of them really needed something to do this season. This could have been their purpose, tracking down former SAO players who could possibly have been Death Gun. How sick could this series have been if a third of the way through Kirito discovers Death Gun is an SAO survivor? Then through research and many flashbacks, people are eliminated as possibilities of being Death Gun by the side crew. Then end with the reveal of Death Gun being in Laughing Coffin. Have the flashback of Kirito beating him and putting him in jail be the reason he's exposed, Instead, the reason Death Gun's gamer handle remained anonymous the entire series is Kirito was so disgusted by him, he didn't want to know his name. I would have also spaced out the discovery of how Death Gun was killing people. Kirito figures it all out in the desert cave. I would have had a piece figured out in each episode. 
Have Kirito notice Death Gun switching from the pistol to the rifle while shooting him? See the cloak in action and then an episode or two later realize the invisibility could be used to spy on the terminals. Having Death Gun learn players' addresses by using stealth camouflage to peek at them entering their real life details was an awesome setup, I would keep that exactly the same. Kirito not putting in his real information may have screwed him out of the prizes, but it saved his life. I'd make the characters confused on how Death Gun pulled everything off and only assume he had help. Seen on knowing Death Gun may have had a partner and a drug caused the heart problems, I'd have her put everything together while she was speaking with Shinkawa. Then have her try to casually get away from him instead of him revealing himself by breaking down and exposing his crazy. As for the production value this season, the animation seemed to get a minor update and shine from season 1. This season had great shots like following Sinon's bullet after her sniping the first player in the pack of monster hunters during the ambush. Sound effects of shell casings falling on the floor, popping up of the scope lens protectors, and the copycat lightsaber noises were all fantastic. The gunshots themselves were all hit or miss, no pun intended. Some of the firing noises just didn't match the guns they were associated with in my humble opinion. As for the voice acting, Bryce Pappenbrook's attempt at a female Kirito was embarrassing to listen to. I don't feel I need to justify why it sounded cringe. Even after Kirito explains he's a male, the voice would still switch to soft at certain moments. It was weird. Jinro was one of the guys in the squad scene on his supporting before their fight against the minigun. I knew I recognized his voice, and it wasn't until I looked it up and saw Benjamin Diskin, I knew right away that was Bond from the Seven Deadly Sins. Dying, the leader of this squad, is voiced by Daniel Warren. His voice sounded familiar as well. I thought I had it pinned being Colonel Campbell from Metal Gear Solid 2. The way both of these characters ended their sentences seemed alike. When looking at his work, it went all the way back to the 90s, so it was possible, but it turns out he didn't voice the colonel. He did, however, voice Ibiki in Naruto. Maybe that's why I recognized the voice. Freya the Elf Kleinfried from the Ice Cage is voiced by Mela Lee. She is also the voice actress of Rin Tokusa in the Fate series. I watched Fate and Sub, but one of the films I saw in dub, it wasn't until Freya was yelling at the king I was like, that's Rin. Of course I'd recognize her for her attitude. Bryce Pappenbrook also plays Shiro in the Fate dub, so it was cool that there was a connection there. Nitpicks. I would think Sinon constantly moving her trigger finger would slightly throw off her aim. I've just never seen a real sniper do that before taking a shot. I understand Sinon's fear of guns, but I find it hard to believe she would completely break down just from having a finger pointed at her. When Kirito enters his second prelim fight after being shook by Death Gun, he stands still as his opponent empties the clip on him, only grazing a cheek. How piss poor of a shot are you that you completely missed a stationary target? In preparation for this review, every time I went to say Death Gun, I briefly had to pause and stop myself from saying Death Note. When Sinon and Kirito believe they found Death Gun's sniping perch in the city, they see a barrel sticking out. First off, any half-decent gunner wouldn't stick their barrel out in the open, so I knew it wasn't Death Gun right away. Secondly, they just saw his silent assassin rifle earlier, the gun they're looking at now is completely different. During one of Sinon's memories, we see school kids teasing her about what happened to her. If I knew a classmate had murdered someone, the last thing I'd do is tease them. When Kirito logs out of GGO after the final battle, I wish it had shown him blow off Asuna when he went to save Sinon. Gotta go babe, I'm going to see another girl, thanks for holding my hand though. How could Death Gun Sniper Bullet split a tower in half? Hey Asuna, if you're late for dinner, just log out. Why bother cleaning imaginary dishes? Quote of the series. Now that we're in the same boat, we might as well get wet together. Klein is a cheeseball, but he's better than the king talking about plucking flowers and showering extra attention. Best girl waifu and harem. Best girl is Asuna. I see many people claim Sinon as a blue-haired waifu. I don't think she was special at all. 
It was nice having Asuna and Kirito on a typical date in the real world. We got some insight on her home life, and she got the proper attention she deserved this season. Asuna stays a top-tier waifu. As for Harem, keep it in the family. Asuna's mom could low-key get it as an elf. Sword Art Online Season 2 was a lot better than I remembered. I've mentioned before a good portion of anime seem to have trouble with endings. This leaves the viewer judging what is most fresh in their mind as the entire season. Rewatching this season for the review, it suffered from an uninteresting ending that dragged on far too long for my liking. But I would still recommend continuing on with Sword Art Online. Alright, that's going to be it for this week's review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.